This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now. I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine! Now, say Poe Boys Podcast. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! We don't think rape is good, but we turn a blind eye! Rape! 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 On the first fucking date! Well, hello there, bitches and bastards. First, before we get the show started off, I just wanted to say, this episode <laughs> has been heavily edited, and I've tried to polish it as well as I can. Unfortunately, uh, the show is with... Uh, now, this is not unfortunately. I'm happy to do shows with these guys. Some good friends of ours from the Shitty Song of the Week podcast. It's uh, Red and Fish. Well, Fish sounds normal. We got all the clips. Everything's peachy. But Red was in the process of moving. He was having some internet difficulties. I mean, we could just... I, I think... No, you know what? Uh, Red works at his local uh, McDonald's. And he was unable to get off work, and it was really slow for the night. So Fish and I decided to sit in a fucking a car outside the drive-through box and spoke to Red for an hour or so. I know that it's rough, but it, he is a very important part of the show, and uh, he got some good lines in. So I appreciate you listening. Uh, just tough it out, you pussies. I'm telling you now, it's okay. Just use your imagination a little bit. Pretend like he's in jail. And we're talking and coercing and uh, having a conversation. The devil went to Jamaica. He was looking to sell some weed. He was doing fine. They were standing in line. It was excellent weed indeed. When he came across this young man who was likewise peddling pot, and the devil slid down the beach to the kid and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you kind of figured I'm a reefer head, of course. And after all this time, I guess that I'm a connoisseur of sorts. Now your stuff smells okay, but this could tranquilize a horse. I'll bet a million in cash against your stash, cause I think mine's better than yours. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and you ain't smoked nothing yet. One hit of this grass will kick your ass, you got yourself a bed. Johnny, roll a ball of hash and make sure it's the bomb. Cause the devil's got the kind of stuff they smoked in Vietnam. You'll get a million smackaroos in cash if you can cope. But if you can't, the devil will get your dope. This first episode of Shit Blankets with Jody B. Red and Fish. Uh, Is that what we're calling it? I don't fucking know, dude. I'm going to call it Shit Blankets. Yeah, it's a bad cover. It's a shit blanket. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to Shit Blankets. <laughs> We've talked enough. I think you know my sensibilities. You know I like all kinds of music, and I can't appreciate a cover, but I really don't like it when people fuck with my heroes. I really don't. I get upset, especially if they do a bad job. Well, prepare to be upset. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, have you guys heard this new Seven Dust song on the fucking radio? I just heard it today for the first time, and I'm. it appears to be a brand new album from Seven Dust. You big Seven Dust fans? No, they're still a thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess. 
Really? I'm going to play this. I'm going to give you the intro because you'll probably get it. Because I had the thing. I felt it. I was like, what is that? It's like a disturbance in the force. Because I barely had my radio turned up. It just kind of. That sounds familiar, but that doesn't sound right. What is that? I turned it up, and this is what I got. So you you have a weird quasi wannabe spacey Pink Floyd ish style intro that goes into this shitty tantric fucking knockoff of a verse. Like what the fuck was that? Flat. That's what that yeah. was. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that was bad. Red, yeah. you're a grunge kid. Are you a Cornell fan? I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. Bit. I'm a Cornell. I'm a Cornell fan. So did that just yeah. hit a little nerve with you, like it did with me? Because it made me upset when I realized what was happening. Like I was driving home. I had no idea who it was. I had to pull my phone out of my pocket to hit the little sound thing, like tell me who the fuck this is on my phone. You know, Seven Dust, and I go, what? And I listened to probably a minute of it in my car, and I just got so pissed that I had to get out. <laughs> I listened to it on a cleaner, like on Spotify or something, because when it comes through this streaming shit, it doesn't sound the best. It probably sounds but, better. Well, it, it hides a lot of shit. I want to hear that, because I, I, I used to be a huge fan of Seven Dust. I've seen him in concert numerous times. Yeah. Um. But I'd like to hear that in a cleaner way. So I'm, I'm going to go back and listen to that because I don't know. It sounds dead. I don't like What the hell was that? A, a harpsichord or something? What the fuck was that in the beginning? What, what was that? It was stringy. Well, it, it, it sounds to me, Red, like that was. Like a cello or something, maybe. Yeah, well, I, I'm thinking it was one of those Ebos that I was showing you, like when we listened. Oh, yeah. Is that the little electronic dog yeah. they were selling a few years ago? It's a it's an electronic like violin bow. I used to have one with my guitar. You Evo. you put it you hover it over the pickups and it creates a magnetic field that allows the string to keep this permanent sustain. Oh shit! And it creates this like violin style sound on it. Shout yeah. out, shout out, yeah. Jimmy Page. What up, baby? That's pretty sweet. I know, right? <laughs> um, I don't understand what the fascination has been lately with like fucking with dead people songs. We're going to get into that. That's the heart and soul of what we're going to talk about this evening. But here's another case of it. This is Chris Cornell's song. It's a Soundgarden song. Why? Leave it alone, dude. What is wrong with you? Like, what do you think you're going to add to that? You know what I mean? Like, there's a few of those songs, which is probably why some of them haven't been covered yet. Like, there's got to be some sacred songs out there. And I'm not saying that Cornell can't be covered, but if you're going to do it, do something. This was flat. Flat, flat, flat. I'm gonna play a little bit more of it. Fucking listen. You're supposed to kick it into another gear right here. That's the heart and the soul of this goddamn song is the build-up to this moment right here. Yeah. 
It's all flat. You should have saved this for sure song of the week, dude. No, yeah, that I'm, would be a great contender. Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to listen to it again after tonight. I probably won't. I, 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 get, <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying about with the, the Chris Cornell thing. Like once that chorus comes in, I think it, his vocals kind of sound like Randy Newman trying to do a Chris Cornell impression. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? I mean, it's Seven Dust Guy. I get it. But why? What? Nobody said, hey, dude, maybe don't. He normally has a very strong voice, though. Like, he, he has a very powerful voice in a lot of their shit. Like, he's, he's got a real strong voice. That was nowhere near Cornell quality. Yeah. Nowhere near. That's, that's, that shit was rough, man. Like, it, look, I get it. It's a studio session. You know what I mean? So... You're going to hear what you're going to hear, but you can, you can at least hear. I'm going to sound a little hippy dippy with you here. God damn it. There's no fucking heart and soul into that. No one is. There's there's no emotion being played in those fucking notes. It's all so robotic and just bland and unoriginal. It's like everyone just walked into that studio and was like, okay, guys, we're just going to do this. It, it, it's kind of like uh, that puddle of mud fucking cover of a fat of girl. <laughs> yeah. But I want to say I am not I am not a, a spiteful you know Cornell fan. It can be done. Johnny Cage or Johnny Cage? Yeah, Johnny Cage did a cover of it. You fuck. Mortal <laughs> Kombat. Yeah. So I think there's a level to these songs that you have to understand. Like you're not going to do any better. So the best thing you can do is put your own spin on it. Put your fucking heart into it. You know what I'm saying? And do your uh-huh. thing. Just let it lie because you're not going to outdo it. So here's an example of another cat. This dude's name's Cody Jinx. He's a country, like one of these new country guys. He's got a good voice. And uh, I think uh-huh. that this is a beautiful version of this song. And I wish more people would do stuff like this because this is fine. I have no problem. And of me. guy's got a good voice he appreciates the music and you can tell this meant a lot he's in the dark he's probably crying while he's doing this and it's probably why he did it in the dark or maybe he doesn't want to be on camera i don't know what his shtick is you know what i'm saying but this is him paying homage to somebody that he respected in my opinion i don't think that seven does did that i think they did something else they just wanted to, to try some shit you know try something else dude <laughs> you know there's plenty of other shit don't fuck with cornell not yet. It's not time for that. They needed seven dust. Just needed a paycheck. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, so you, you say not yet. So is there like, you know, we talk about 
cover songs and we, we, were, we were discussing how you know is there an acceptable time frame after a song after an original song is released before you're like you know what yeah sure let's try doing different versions of it 20 years okay no. yeah. what 20 years and this is why because hypothetically in 20 years you will have raised at least another generation if not two past that point this is the way it is um i think after 20 years it's nice to have some people refresh music, especially if it's a song that stands the test of time. I believe that. I think so. You're yeah, saying I, I it's less that. time, like it shouldn't have to wait 20 years to put a block on it? It should be like whenever you feel like it? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, what are you talking about here? Studio recordings or leftovers at concerts? See, what I'm, what I'm talking about, because I agree with you, Jody. I think if you're going to re- record a studio version of a cover song, and, you know, put it out on your album and try to make money off of it. I do feel like yes. a good amount of time should pass before you're able to do that. However, if you're performing it live in front of, you know, like, because paying tribute to someone's art for uh, that influenced you shouldn't, you know, if you're if you're at a concert you're doing, it, that's one thing. But not, that's not something that you should put out and then try to sell for money. Agreed. That should and be that, like, that's like a little a- for the fans that is the biggest point that i've made with cover songs it's fine to do it at a live show i don't care you could do it the next day that's fine because at that point they're in the door it doesn't matter what you do your song list is what you want to do album drops tracks singles you know like what evanescence came back with that fucking chain cover like you've been gone for four years and you came back with a cover of the chain from fleet and they came back they came back with a <laughs> cover of Banana Rama's Cruel Summer. Look, it, it, technically I said 20 years. So I'm not mad that they did it because some people might not know who Fleetwood Mac is. Maybe. But I'm very mad that they did it. Fuck Evanescence. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not mad that they tried. It's been past 20 years. But what I'm saying is they did a shitty job. Like, that's I can still say that, too. You had no business. That's what, that was my point. I, don't, I totally agree with the 20-year rule. On that, on that side of it, like studio recordings or album raps, like Jody's talking about. Yeah. But if, if, a, if, a, if an artist dies and you're at a show and you hear a song by an artist that passed away that you loved five years ago, last year, last week, whatever the case is, yeah, it's, totally it's good to hear that in a, in, a, in a live setting, whether it's good or bad. Ah, fuck that shit. I, I am so tired. Oh, wait, of- Brandon. Yeah, he's not about the pander. That's true. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm so fucking tired of people blowing dead musicians and artists. So fucking fed up with it. I, I look, If you want to pay tribute, pay tribute. But I hate the fact that... Okay, we're going to dive into it in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we are. For example, Harley Daniels died. There was a fucking massive influx of Devil Went Down the Georgia songs. Yeah. Now, this man is supposedly like one of the biggest... Folk music, bluegrass musicians, country music. He's a goddamn legend, Brandon. Take, take, have some reverence here. Icon look, is look, a good my, word too. Icon. My point here. This is my point. Like he, he's you. You're very passionate about it. He's a goddamn legend, Brandon. You're absolutely right. Tell them to cover another fucking song. Like, do we have to hear thirty <laughs> covers of the devil went down? Look, look. I have some facts here for you because yeah. I looked into this shit. I dove deep into this motherfucker when we decided to talk about it. I have found at least. 50 covers yeah. of that Devil Went Down the Georgia song There's a that lot. were on studio albums and put out to the public. Not not just live shit. None of it's live. It's all studio recording shit. And they all sound the fucking same. All of them. 
even like I don't care if you change the genre. I don't care if you change the speed, the tempo. I don't care if you change the tuning. All of them sound the fucking same. I want to prove it to you guys real quick. Yeah. I have I have a little bit of a supercut. Just a, it's a very oh, quick. I'm gonna love this. Very, I only I only pulled eight. Okay. So look, I did I took the intro to Devil Went Down to Georgia. Everyone knows this fucking intro. It sucked. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it. I, I, I've heard this intro so many times. I'm tired of hearing it. And everyone plays this the exact same way, no matter what genre it is. And I want you to pay attention because I, I just I, I took eight of them and in 10, 15 seconds mashed it up into this one intro. Oh, I'm so, so excited. Look at Red. He is too. Hit me. And there's, there's yeah, 50 of them. Brandon. Look, I, am all, I am all for you covering a song. Do something different. Disturbs cover of The Sound of Silence is fucking dog shit. But I give them credit. They did something different. They didn't do a note-for-note version of the same fucking song. Right. Well, see, that's my beef with some of these new versions, though. Because, I mean, we're going to get right into it. There's been two very recently, within a month apart, right? Not even? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. About three weeks. I went through and looked at a couple. I saw there was a Zach Brown band cover. I like that. It was okay because I appreciate the Zach Brown, but they did do a pretty spot on, you know, play of the song. So that's why I guess it was okay because at least they all played their instruments well and Zach Brown doesn't suck at singing that song. I guess. <laughs> I've had a lot to think about the last couple of days, guys. With them two came. You know, only that so far. I have to try to figure out what happened. Like, how did this story pan out to where Korn, loved and, you know, respected 90s grunge, not grunge, post-grunge rock band Korn, and uh, fucking Nickelback have released the same song in like a month. Yeah, how- I, I, I feel like Nickelback released theirs in spite of Korn because they got pissed that Korn dropped theirs first. Welcome to shit like it. <laughs> Welcome to Shit Blanket with Red and Fish. Tonight, tonight, Brandon has uncovered an entire shit quilt of cover songs from The Devil Went Down to Georgia, a beloved Charlotte Daniels band song. And, uh, yeah, man, like, why? What What is happening right now, guys? Like, why at all? And then why now? Everyone's covering it. Why now? Because he's dead. That's why. For some reason, when a musician dies, everyone decides to flock to their discography and suck on that dick as hard as they can, but covering every little bit. It's just like, hey, don't forget about me. Don't forget about our music. This is our band. Don't forget about us. And like, really? Nickelback? Of all fucking people decide to come out with this shit? Yeah. Like, I, I hadn't heard that fucking, you know, we joke about Nickelback a lot. I hadn't heard a fucking note from them in oh, God, right. almost a decade now, and all of a sudden they come back out, arguably a fucking hard version of the, like uh, what <laughs> hey red yes i know that you're uh, you're a fan of charlie daniels so i want you to go on a mind journey with me right now why did they do okay. a different song could you imagine them on stage be like i gather around chilling get down but just get down chilling get loud well you can be loud yeah, and be proud and you can be proud yeah, and i'll be, be proud you will rebel because i don't do it again <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, they could have done that. It's fine. They could have done... Or, or, or Trudy. 
anything they could have done. They could have done Long Hair Country Boy. That would have been fine. I would have taken that. You know what I'm saying? Because they got long Dude, hair. I would have. Oh, okay, so we can just put out here real quick. We're talking about Nickelback doing Devil Went Down to Georgia here. They also put out a, an official music video to go along with this. Have you have you seen the video? I haven't seen the video, but apparently the whole thing was a big deal. Like I heard about Nickelback's return four days before it happened, and everybody was like, "Oh, well, Nickelback's going to do some shit on Friday." I woke up Friday morning to Nickelback presents Devil Went Down to Georgia, and I just had heard Corn do it, and I was like, I wasn't happy about that. And I was like, "All right, Corn, thanks, whatever." And then fucking now Nickelback. So now I'm upset i'm curious i would like to know the story if that if it ever comes out why they happen to do this it has to be out of spite there has to be some connection between these two assholes you know dropping this shit so close together well you, you know even if they're going to cover the same song it's not the craziest thing to happen. i am not the biggest charlie daniels aficionado so to me Devil went down to Georgia is like number one when you hear that name. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, as the average person, that's what that's what's going to come yeah. up. The the real weird thing is that this is your comeback album. Like Corn has been putting out music. Yeah, the, the Corn hasn't been on like a long hiatus. They've been continuously putting shit out. Nickelback, you haven't heard anything from them in fucking forever. So they decide to come back out. Their big comeback. This is their thing, and they decide to release a song that someone else just put out a week before. When you could put out any song off of their new album. Yeah. I'm not saying it could be good or better, but... Yeah, but do you really think... I hate both of these bands, okay? <laughs> I hate both of them. Do you really think that if Corn puts out a cover of Devil Went Down to Georgia by Charlie Daniels, and three weeks later, Nickelback puts out the same fucking cover, do you really think that the Nickelback cover is going to overshadow a Corn cover? I mean, really? You, you said something about doing it for spite. I mean... A Nickelback cover of any fucking thing is not going to overshadow anybody. It might. Just but listen, hear me out. I mean, we're talking about it. Nickelback gets shit on a lot, but the fact of the matter is, yeah, they got really famous. As well, they should. They got really famous really fast. They oversaturated the market and they made a lot of money. So I, you have to respect the hustle, man. It is what it is. Like I can't do that. I haven't. So, and I appreciate. Several Nickelback songs, sir. And I'll stand here and say it to your face. Guess what? I like Maroon 5 too, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I know y'all hate that shit too. I like Maroon 5 too, bitch. That's a t shirt. Put it on a t shirt. Dude, I don't think they have the corn version of that shit on my Amazon. I think no, I'm going to have to no, find it somewhere else. You don't. The only way that you can listen to that song is through Bandcamp. You can listen to it on Bandcamp for free, but if you want to download it, you have to pay $2 to download that one song. So here we go. Now, I didn't hate all of this, and that's the thing. is It wasn't good, but, you know, it's... Give it a, a play. Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he's way behind and he's willing to make a deal. 
So you guys have again, any thoughts right out the gate? Again, it's a no, it's a note for note rendition of the intro. Again, yeah. granted, it doesn't sound I, that doesn't sound like corn playing in the beginning. Like wait, you could tell me that in the intro that that's a Dragon Force cover. Yeah. I believe it. It's a Vince right, Sevenfold. But, I believe that too. Right, exactly. But if you know, then Jonathan Davis comes in with these fucking vocals, and it's so it's so jarring. And I I, I didn't like I don't like this cover at all. I didn't yeah. like anything about this. Red. Any thoughts right out the gate with this one? Yeah, the best part of this song is Yellow Wolf's cameo. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to turn it on for a second. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you and swear on a stack of Bibles. I've never liked corn. Never have I ever enjoyed one corn song. Never. I don't like corn. Falling, at all. None of them. Falling away from me? You didn't get mad at your mom? No. And, like, yelled the back no. of your door and fuck you. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. A teenage but, I'm a huge fan of Yellow Wolf. I respect him for what he does. I respect where he comes from. I respect what he's trying to do. I, I just can't get behind corn covering anything. I can't get behind corn, period. I don't even to know. me, Yellow Wolf is the best part of the song. I don't even know who Yellow Wolf is. He's a white rapper from Gaston, Georgia, who's made a name for himself over the over the last I'd say ten years. I've heard his name, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I like him too. I just, if you put him in a lineup yeah. right now with just twelve random people, I would just, I would really be guessing. I don't, I don't know. Corn did. I'm not a big Corn fan either, but they did do one cover of "Word Up" that I, I was shocked by. It's not something I expect them to cover, and I was like, you know what? This isn't all that bad. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, dude. I'm telling you, I don't. I don't like anything that corn puts. I'm not. I'm not a corn fan. If you haven't already told already, I, I don't. I don't like corn. Anything corn does is fucking garbage to me. I think the name yeah, of this is going to be really red. Feel. Yeah, red hates corn. That's going to be the fuck name. Jonathan. I, I hate. I hate the band and I hate the vegetables. So goddamn. We're 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 we're, we're even kill all the way around. I hate corn with a K and a C. The only thing I like about mm-hmm. corn is whiskey, and sometimes I don't even like that. No, no, I love my whiskey now. Yeah, it's true. That's what I thought. Well, look, I, I want to play just a little bit more of this to get the feel because I feel like there are some crucial points of this song that I can get behind. But yeah, they did fall short in a couple spots. And right now they're just kind of doing whatever. Let it go for a minute so these people can hear the Yellow Wolf side of it. He plays the devil in this, I think. Okay, fair enough. I think. I think that's his, I think that's his role in the song. Sexy. When he came upon this young man's song on the fiddle and playing it hot And the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too And if you care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul, cause I think I'm better than you The boy said my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin But I'll take that bet and you're going to regret, cause I'm the best there's ever been Okay, so first scene, first section. I don't hate the Yellow Wolf guy. It's a pretty simple task to be the devil in this song. It's a really simple song at the end of the day. It's a little bit of dialogue, and the devil plays some shit, and the child of Daniels plays some shit, and then we go home, guys. 
I just I just like Yellow Wolf's style. He has this country, you know, redneck vibe to him. The way he raps, I, I kind of get into his flow. is kind of cool to me. But let me let me look up a picture um, of Yellow Wolf right now, and maybe that'll help me because I can see a picture of his ass, and then maybe I he's can covered. He's him. covered in tattoos. Covered in them. Um, but what I'm saying is, I, I think. Whoa. Corn just went over the top with this too much. I think they've done a little too much on it. It's too opera. What's the operatic? Is that is that the right word? Yeah, but it's with too. Song, it, with, with 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 songs like this, you're trying you're trying to tell a story. Like this isn't this isn't like a standard sing along song. This is a storytelling song, much like you know like Leo Kaki and shit does. So I can right. I can appreciate. The attempts to have you know the flair of the dramatics, as it were, you know. But no, I get that, dude. But at the same time, I get what he's saying too, because Jonathan Davis operates in a few different modes. There's Jonathan Davis, and then there's the pretty high pitched voice, kind of like he said, uh, melodic Jonathan Davis, and then there's the Jonathan Davis. I don't understand why he went with melodic Jonathan Davis when he could have went with. Cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cause. Like he could have fucking Rob Zombie did a little yes. more there as opposed yes. to doing yes. And if you get to get pop, pop, pop. like I yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't understand that choice. Yeah. Well, I didn't yeah. really notice much of a transition between you know in the original song, like the the devil and Johnny, and they have different voices and shit. It's done by different people, so I don't. There's no transition between it. It's all it's one person doing the parts of both people. Yeah. That's why the rough, scruffy Jonathan Davis voice, like like Jody's talking about, would have been better for this rather than the the high octave operatic side of Jonathan Davis. And this has an opera feel to me. Corn went way out of the box with this one. I mean, they 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 have a weird industrial sound anyway, but when you add that uh, opera feel to it for some reason, I, I don't. Uh, I don't see where it fits. Like rough, scruffy Jonathan Davis, like Jody said, would have been a better choice to differentiate the voices between Johnny and the devil or the storyteller, the, the storyteller and the devil. There's not much difference there. I know, call it, call it blasphemous. If you want, I've never understood this song's popularity. You know, I'm not saying that it's a bad song, but it, it, if you, yeah, we've broken it down. You guys know my thoughts on this. There is a catchy riff in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's a. It's a pretty mediocre story that doesn't really go much of anywhere. <laughs> and, and the actual musical showdown that it's all about, it's centered around, is done with like the devil is the devil. He should have an extreme master like skills yes. when it comes to any instrument. Like he should. The, the violin comes out. He should be breaking out extra hands. Like there should be all sorts of crazy shit going on. I'm with, <laughs> oh, I'm with Brandon. Wow, uh, yeah. Devil fucking thing that that solo that he does is so fucking basic and mediocre and when they decided to take a second bite at it they just did the same thing it's it's so upsetting to me yeah hey uh (laughs) i want to get to that part because that is one thing that is debatable like the terribleness of these two covers like there is some some stuff so i want to get to the devil part because i think somebody did actually try a little in here and somebody really didn't but here's the thing. I looked up Yellow Wolf's picture and I lost my spot on the corn thing because I'm not using YouTube for it, you know. So uh, I got to check and see where, where I'm at on the song real quick. And if not, I got to let it play for a second because I can't skip either. <laughs> Hang on. Yellow Wolf. 
I almost nailed that, didn't I? Right? You did. You almost nailed it. Dude, I was sitting here watching the timer going, I think I was right about here. Okay, so, Devil Gets Your Soul, and then the conversation begins again. And like you said, the, the centerpiece of this is when the devil opened up his case. He said, I'll start this show. And that whole sequence is where the devil shines. But he didn't do much in the Charlie Daniels version. So, this is your interpretation. Go Stevie Ray Vaughan. Go fucking nuts. Go Sammy Hagar, whatever the fuck. Or not Sammy Hagar. God damn it. The Van Halen dude. <laughs> I fucked that up bad. Eddie Van Halen. Go Eddie, Eddie Van, Van Halen. Go Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> Go Les Claypool. I don't fucking care. Go guitar crazy. Like, this is your moment to shine, devil. Or violin, which is the, actually the point. Uh, there's not a lot of that in here because they still talk about violins, and yet there's no violin. Hmm. Well, they, they play this on a guitar, I think. I understand. There's a verse about guitar. We'll get to that later. But, uh, yeah, I don't know why they decided to go violin. Sans violin, that seems like an odd choice. So, See, you've got one for guitar. I've got one with another instrument, too. Yeah, it's a lot. Here we go. I bet you could swap that out with the Christmas Canon Trans-Siberian Orchestra giant and it was not exactly the same the devil opened up his case and he said i'll stop the show fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow then he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss and a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this So that's why I thought they should have done a little more Rob Zombie, because that's more human than human riff. Like, they, they fucking got so close to something that could have been awesome. It's, it's the exact same notes as the breakdown in the original. The effects are different. Yes. And the tuning is slightly off, but it's the exact same. But they took it in a different direction. This is the this is the time this is the time for corn to shine as corn and make it a corn version. Right. You know what I mean with the mm, bobbity 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 shit that corn does. You know what I mean or something along the lines of so, something cornish. Yeah. Something corny, if you will. <laughs> um, I really think that that uh, them not using a violin for, and this is literally corn's version of a Charlie Daniels song. Correct. They didn't make it a corn cover at all. So now is the time where they should have, like, you know, with the, you know, the, the devil, you know, a, a band of demons joined in and they decided something like this. They should have went all corn on this. Yeah, they should have just fucking nailed it. Yeah, so it just would have been the bass player playing an open fucking string, yeah. continuous. Just monkey yeah. jumping around, humping air. Yeah, just something that sounds a little bit like corn. This sounds like, you know, if Charlie Daniels played it with all distorted electric guitars. I mean, this literally sounds like an exact cover of the Charlie Daniels version. It doesn't sound like a corn version. Well, here's where we go a little bit deeper with the devil. And so now the devil shows up, guys.
I'll say this. They did more than Charlie Daniels goddamn did. <laughs> yeah, but there really wasn't much there. It was No, it wasn't was, much. It was 32 bars of a breakdown. <laughs> it's 32 bars of nothing. Like you had a lot there. Like look, look the rhythm itself was solid. Every like, musically, that was okay. But there was nothing left to that. Like you could have put anything in there on top of that and made it way better. Mhm. Simple. <laughs> but it's supposed I, I would have even accepted a shitty scat solo. Yeah. Beauty bop Maybe a little violin. You gotta have a moment there and just squiggled on it for a second. There are people that play an electric violin. People that make all kind of crazy shit come out of an electric violin. And Utilize that. You're fucking corn. You could you could get anybody like Lindsey Sterling or someone to come on and fucking shred like a, like an actual solid solo. Oh, dude, right do like there. a Tom Morello violin solo. Weirdest out yes. there. Like, <laughs> like fucking scratching and shit. That'd be great. Yeah. See, I smell money, guys. It's not like we could do any worse than the last fifty-five goddamn people that have covered this song. <laughs> All right, well, look, so the devil finished, and then Johnny took a shot, and let's just, let's see how Korn handles this section of the song right quick. When the devil finished, Johnny said, Well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there, let me show you how it's done. It went from turning into a shitty corn cover of a Charlie Daniels song to like a good Charlotte or Simple Plan covering a shitty Charlie Daniels song. Like that, that Charlie, that's so fucking upbeat and bizarre. Yeah. Very emo. Yeah. <laughs> Red, I, 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 Red doesn't have words. Look at him. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, dude, I hate corn. Yeah. And this is a prime fucking example of why. What really sucks is this is the better part. Like, this is the better version, in my opinion. So we're, you know, this. I see, I beg to differ. (sighs) How dare you? Okay. So (laughs) let's finish this up real quick because we can move on because I am curious to to check out your feelings on the other one. So, look, let's give them the wrap up and I'll just get this over with. All right. Yeah. I'd like to point out that Johnny also didn't have a band of demons. Just that was yeah. never mentioned in the song. So I don't know when his band of demons showed up to help play his fucking background tracks. Well, I, I, it was just all of his hillbilly cousins behind pine trees just playing the violin. It was like a cartoon. Well, I, he just knocked on the shed, and then all of them jumped out of the <laughs> instruments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> plugging banjos and shit. Maybe that band is just the backup band for the competition. It's not just for the devil. Oh, it's a house band for the devil fight. Seems like it'd be a little biased, you know? Right. And look, again, 
that's that's supposed to be the shining moment in this whole thing. It's another note for note solo. It's it's exact. It's note for note the fucking Charlie Daniels fiddle. It's just done yeah. on a guitar. Well, the problem is, is the guy that made the goddamn song famous is known for playing a fiddle, violin, whatever you call your tool. If you're gonna have a song that is that's the exclusive thing, it's in the lyrics, it's in the music. So how do you like not do that without unless you change the words, which happens, you know, in most of the other versions too. I think somebody said one time, if you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a fiddle competition. Yeah. How do you have a fiddle showing competition? up to a knife fight with a gun? How do you show up to a fiddle competition with no fucking fiddle? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I mean, there, there could have been so many different ways that song could have been done by Corn that made it a whole lot better than what it was. Like I say, an electric fiddle with some crazy effects on it or something to prove that you were Corn doing a fucking Charlie Daniels cover. Yeah. Or, or, and hear me out because no one is doing this. Like, I've gone through most of these covers that I've, I've mentioned. What if they slowed it way the fuck down? Like, what if Corn went full on Marilyn Manson doing the Eurythmics? And slowed down this song and actually made it creepy and sinister. And yeah. that, that way you don't have to do like super advanced solos. You can have mediocre, creepy shit that comes into the background and it would still fit with corn and it would have been good. They didn't have to do this ultra upbeat, positive shit because that's not corn. Come to think of it, a Marilyn Manson version of this song would be interesting. I don't know, man. I, 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 I heard slow. that new We Are Chaos shit. I don't think Manson should be doing any more fucking covers. It's a fast song. It's supposed to be. You're fighting with the devil. I would like to think the devil wouldn't be all slow pokey. I'm just, I'm just What's saying, up, like, it would, it, would, it would add something different to this song, and it, it, it would fit more with Corn. This is Corn pandering to like. This, this is literally like Charlie Daniels died, and they're like, oh, well, we should become relevant again. Let's just cover the devil went down to Georgia. That's all this was. Yeah, this is the demon Charlie Daniels doing a, doing Charlie Daniels devil went down to Georgia. He died, now he's a demon, and he's covering his own music. He lived to be a ripe old age of, what, 83, I think, 80-something, 90. Yep. He was old. 80, 80, 86, 87, I think. The man lived a long life, and he was a musician for yep. 80% of that. Pick a different song, <laughs> dickhead. I would have much rather hear Corn cover Uneasy Rider yeah. than Devil Went Down to Georgia. I don't know, man. It's it's not even a sore spot. Like you know, we've talked about it before. I'm not impressed by the song. It's in my blood. I like the song. It's catchy, and if it comes on, I won't turn it off. But at the same time, like, man, that just that wasn't good. And this is so now. I'm not even going to play the rest of it. I don't care. I want to move on to the Nickelback version because this one had all the buzz behind it with the the promotions and the oh shit, we're coming. So this is what. Corn does, and we all see that, and we go, okay, Corn. Thanks. That's what I said in the first place. It's appreciate the, the cover, Corn. You know, you can go back into your cubby now. I'll see you in another fucking two years. Chad Kroger hits the fucking turnpike. He's like, guys, we're coming back strong, and you want to be here Friday night for the return of Nickelback. Ah! <laughs> it's happening. Nickelback is returning, and we're going to drop some shit. Friday, because they had a tour lined up for the summer that didn't happen. Remember that? That was a big deal. They were doing promos, and everybody was like, yay, it's been long enough. Nickelback is okay again. 
And this, the devil went down to Georgia. How? Before you start this, before you start playing this one, again, it's, they start the intro out the same. I'm, I was a little surprised when I heard this because like, I, I don't know all of Nickelback shit. I like the shit on him like the rest of everybody else. Yeah. This was a little heavier than I was expecting to come from Nickelback. Just a little bit. And I That's why I like it. And I do think the musicianship in this is slightly better. Yeah. The way like just in the intro alone, the way that at the end of the intro before the verse goes, he kind of just riffs a little bit and there's a lot of finger tapping and it gets a little more technical. And I was like, "Okay, I'm surprised that I'm hearing this from Nickelback." It's not this- good. Man. The Nickelback version has got that creepier vibe to it. We're about to have our first fight, guys. That's what's going to happen right here. <laughs> I don't know, man. If you bring in Freebird to the show, didn't start a fight, I feel That's like we're going to be okay. <laughs> I have a real problem with this song, and we're going to get into it. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm a Nickelback fan, so that's why this hurts a little more, because I was actually a little bit excited. I'm not going to lie. I thought... Hey, man, you know, it's a good time. We need some happy. I'll take some upbeat fucking party music. If you got some, Chad Kroger, you've always supplied me with that. With yeah, I like your pants around your feet and fucking like animals and party, party. Fuck, I'm, I'm ready for Chad Kroger, and he drops this. That intro is better. <laughs> I'm not saying Corns is, is better in the situation, but I have issues with this version of this this too, like real big ones. But that's not like wonderful. I, I can even accept the fact that they start the intro out the exact same way that everybody else does because they he, that dude really fucking shreds and it surprised the hell out of me. I don't know if you've researched this at all. So my title here says Nickelback featuring Dave Martone? Martin Martone. I wonder if that's the fellow that's playing the guitar, you think? Is that a cameo of some sort? I'd imagine. Well, I mean, if it, I'm not sure. Well, I'm about to find out who the fuck. I would, I, would ima- I would imagine. I would imagine. Yes. Okay, I got him right here. He's a Canadian guitarist. Yeah, that's him. So he's the dude doing all the... Like, that's his shit right now. He's the lead man. Okay. Well, I'm glad they brought in a hired gun. That helps. You know, for what they're going for. So, uh, uh, so far, so good. We're, <laughs> hang on. You look. sound so happy about it. I'm not. Like I said, this one I had a big problem with, and we're about to see why. So, here we go. Down to Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind and way behind and willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man picking a guitar and playing it hot, the devil jumped up on a hickory stump, said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a guitar player too. And if you care to take this dare, I'll make a bet with you. You're a pretty damn good strummer, boy, but give the devil his due. I'll bet a guitar of gold against your soul that says I'm better than you. But the boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin. But I'll take your bet, you're gonna regret I'm the best that's ever been. Okay. <laughs> I hate that I like that better too. I only listened to this song a couple times before, like... It's, maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was, but <laughs> like you said before, with Charlie Daniels doing the solo monologue versus the two people going back and forth, I think Chad Kroger did better with that. 
arguably. Yep. Um, <laughs> my biggest problem comes right after this. So, if you guys have any comments about so far with the dialogue between the devil and Johnny. The problem that I have with this entire song is him not using the fiddle and using the guitar in it. It fucks the whole song up for me. Right. Like, I totally enjoy this version better. Right. It's darker. It's more brooding. It's devilish, a little bit more devilish than Korn's version. I think it's got more of a country rock feel to it. I, it can get into it a little bit more than than that corn shit. I don't, I, I don't like the, 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 the way that he uses a guitar in the song instead of a fiddle, but I do think the arrangement of this song is better. I think the vocals in this song is better. I think the entire thing is a, a lot better yeah. than the corn version. Brandon. I, I have a hard time. Look, I have a weird stance when it comes to cover songs. There are, I feel like, if you're covering an instrumental track, or then you know it, you can have your interpretation with it. But when there's a when there's lyrics involved, the main focal point of the song is the lyrics. There's a story, there's a message behind them, so it shouldn't be altered. Like that's that like change the music up all you want, but I feel like the lyrics should stay. Right. Once you change yep. the lyrics up to cater to your music, I feel like it's a very gray line to be what you consider an actual cover song versus like a. Like, I don't know. I guess you'd call it a reimagining, but I mean, I guess that's it's it's such a weird line to stand on. But I have a hard time calling it a cover once you're like, yeah, you know what? We're gonna pick this guitar up and I'm gonna shred along with you. <laughs> that's not how the song goes. I understand. Like, I, we all look like <laughs> dicks sitting here too, because that's the end of the day. Like we're not these guys, and we sit here and talk out of the side of our asses, or I do, because I'll say like, make it your own, and then they make it their own, and I'm like, well, that's bullshit too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole! Just leave it alone. But I see what you're I saying. This yeah. is this is not Nickelback to me, though. This is not anything. Nickelback doesn't do music like this. I don't know. If they did music like this in the past, I think I might have been a little more of a fan of them. Right. That's what I'm saying. They don't do music like this. So this is a little out of the box for them. Guys, you got to check out the first two Nickelback albums. Like, you really got to go get on your Spotify or whatever you got, your album search thing where you can crank it back by the year or whatever. Go as far back as you can, man. Go go all the way to the beginning. I, I, yeah. I jumped on at like everyone else did with how you remind me in that fucking stupid album. So yeah. how far how far I have listened to Nickelback. What is it called? Enemy of the State. Yeah, the first one. Yes. I'm, okay. Hang on. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Musically, it's not a bad it's not a bad album. Uh huh. It's not musically. It's it's not a bad album. It's hard. But everything after that is garbage. I don't know, man. There's a couple of good tracks on uh, the the next one, the the follow up with "How You Remind Me." There's a couple on it, "Side of a Bullet" and shit like that. There's a couple of those. They're, they're not bad. Yeah, coming from a guy that got shot in the face. <laughs> That's fair. I do have a I do have an affinity. I, I mean, come on. I'm trying to. I'm scrambling for Nickelback songs, but I don't want to get the later ones because there's a point where it was like they just started dropping hits and hit. You know what it is? They're like the Jeff Gordon of rock and roll. Like they're not, it's like, they're not even from here and they win all the awards and they just fuck hoes and fucking talked about it and won awards and stacked cash for fucking 10 years. And then they got out. Oh man. 
Oh, that's great. The Jeff Gordon of rock and roll. They got out just in time to not get me too. And now they, you know, people shit on their music because they're like, I can't believe they're talking about these kind of things. It's like these dudes are talking about just fucking. That's fine. Rockstar is a great song. And if you're fucking, it's 1 a.m., you're hammered at your buddy's house and somebody throws that shit on, you might not sing the chorus, but you're going to get down to those verses, dude. Fuck you. (laughs) It's a great song. So here's the thing. I appreciate kind of what they've done so far, but this is where they lose me. Like Brandon just said, I'm a stickler for lyrics. Lyrics tell the story. You need certain parts of the lyrics to tell the story. Now, granted, this is a very old story, and everybody's heard it, and they probably already know it. But the fact of the matter is, if you'll notice, uh, Your Honor, there's a whole chunk of this goddamn song missing. It's the next minute. You ready? I'll take that bet you're going to regret, because I'm the best it's ever been. Guitar. Johnny, rosin up your bow and play your fiddle hard, because hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get that shiny fiddle made of gold, but if you lose, the devil gets your soul. It's a whole part of the goddamn story that's not there now. Yeah, but that's because you take the fiddle out. Once you take the fiddle out, you can't rosin up your bow and get the devil hard. You know, like they, They've changed the core of the song once they change the instrument in the lyrics, because that's going to take away everything else about the song. And, right. and it's not like you can change it up with, like, Johnny, grab your pick and make sure your guitar's in tune. You, and you sure know, like, can. <laughs> you, want, you goddamn 100% can, and I have proof. <laughs> I think Brandon just said, well, you have to play it back or whatever, but I think Brandon just said that the devil risened up his bow and got the devil hard. Yes, he did. I, I love that. I wasn't going to say nothing, but that's a good, clean ISO. You're going to go hard with the devil. You can't risen up your bow and get the devil hard. <laughs> and look, and they, re- they replaced it with okay. Look, this is another trick that I like to point out with guitarists that they, everyone like they hear riffs like that and they're like, okay, that's impressive, it's good. You know what? And this is it, it's Eddie Van Halen syndrome. You know, it's it's finger tapping, and it's a, it's a it's a skill that takes a lot of work to get down. But it's a very basic thing that most musicians do. They basically figure out how to do two or three finger tapping. And they can do – it's essentially deedly deedlies but with finger taps. So it's the same riff over and over again. And then they do the same rhythm, but they slide their fingers slightly up the fretboard or slightly down it. There's not much technical skill to it. They just learn one quick little trick, and they it, it fools a lot of people into thinking that there's skill there. Hey, you're ripping. Just for sake of art. Can't give away can't give away all the secrets, Brandon. Damn. That's what yeah. I'm here for, dude. <laughs> Been working out my pussy fingers right here. <laughs> so just to prove my point, I think I played this for you guys or I sent it to you. This is uh Jerry Reed, who's also a pretty renowned guitar player, a bit of a maestro himself, who also did a song and he switched to the guitar motif. He did. But he also included this very important section of the song. And I hope it's queued up, but we're going to find out. I think I'm better than you. Well, the boy said, my name's Johnny, and this might be a sin, but I'm going to take your bet and you're going to regret because I'm the best it's ever been. Johnny, limber up your fingers, play that guitar hard. 
All hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil feels the cause. And if you win, you'll get this shiny guitar made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Oh, please. I will withdraw my statement with an asterisk, adding that Nickelback couldn't add a chorus to that. See, I thought they took the whole idea, because I hadn't heard anybody else run that until Nickelback actually threw it in there and said, well, fuck it, we're going to make it a guitar. And I was like, well, that's been done. And somebody else, you know, who's also dead, did a cover of that, and then maybe just use that version lyrically. It's pretty close. I mean, it could work, but at that point, you're not really covering Charlie Daniels. You're covering that cover. So cover Jerry Reed. Let's people know about fucking Jerry Reed. Yeah, but no one, you're not going to get the credit for covering a Jerry Reed cover after Charlie Daniels dies. Maybe. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can, say, you can say it was the Jerry Reed cover, and you can give the Jerry Reed estate props for it. But in the end, when people hear it, they're going to go, oh, it's a Charlie Daniels cover. Oh, God damn it, guys. You just gave me, like, Inception. Because imagine this is going to happen to us in, like, another 15 years. God willing, if we're still sitting here on this planet, our kids, possibly our kids' kids, are going to come up and be like, yo, have you heard that new blah, blah fucking cover of Simple Man? Yeah, it's just like the Shinedown version. And then we're going to sit here going, huh? The Shinedown version. There's a goddamn Leonard Skinner song. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking whippersnappers. We're going to have to break out our fucking cell phones, our old fucking smartphones, and be like, to play the classic. (laughs) (sighs) So, yeah, my biggest complaint with this is the fact that they left out a big piece of the the thing. Well, now, I will add, there's another element to the Nickelback version, though. They put out a whole animated music video for their version. I'm gonna have to watch that. Which is, which is really, really like reminiscent of Tools, uh, Tools animation videos that they have. Like the pot. Back in the nineties, I'm even pretty sure you know Brandon. Back in the nineties, Tool, whenever they put out a song, they put out a music video for it. It was all claymation, and it was really weird. Like it, it, Maynard James Keenan is a weird motherfucker. Is all I gotta say. <laughs> but. <laughs> It's really reminiscent of that type of animation, but this is digital animation, not claymation, but it's real reminiscent of it. And it adds a totally different element to the song if you watch the music video where Nickelback is covering the song rather than just listening to it. It gives a whole different aspect to it. And, and, and the, the, the music video of it is one of the main reasons why I like this version better than I do the corn version because there's a different element to it and they took the time to animate the entire thing to their version, so I, I thought it was a pretty bold move. I kind of, I kind of dig this this version. And I'm not a Nickelback fan either, but this is probably. But I'm gonna be. Yeah, but you're, you're not a Nickelback fan, but you hate Corn with a fiery passion that consumes your soul. Well, dude, yeah, and I hate Nickelback the same way. You'll never see me on or play. If Nickelback comes on the fucking radio, if I'm on a job site, I'm changing that motherfucker. Oh, uh, what up? Puss. Anything that Nickelback puts out, I don't. I hate Nickelback. I hate Nickelback just as much as I hate Corn. But I think this version fits a whole lot better than the Corn version. Fair. That's a fair opinion, Red. Well, it's an opinion. It's it's, <laughs> it's got to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's, it's just like opinion. your opinion or whatever, man. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck all. Opinions you. are opinions are subjective. You know what I mean? Like what I'm saying might not make any fucking sense to anybody else, but it makes sense to me. For That's f- why it's my fucking opinion. Just for sake of argument, I would like to at least get the devil verse in here of there because, like we said, that's a that's a center point mm-hmm. of this song. So let's hear Nickelback give a devil verse, and then we'll hear him go full Nickelback. You know? Yeah. Sounds fair. He said, "I start this show." Fire flew from his fingertips as he tuned his axe down low. And he pulled that pick across the strings and it made an evil hiss. Demons all joined in and it sounded just like this. So, first, I'm just going to make the comment, this demon band needs to learn another fucking song. Almost and they're all doing the same fucking rhythm. And, look, that, that solo, I'll give it credit, was much better than I expected it to be. The problem with that is that it doesn't fit with the rhythm that the fucking demon band is playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Even the time signatures on the solo and the fucking rhythm are off, so everything just, just sounds out of whack. They didn't get much practice, Brandon. The devil just called them out of nowhere. They didn't get to practice any of that. That's true. They didn't get they a warm-up. Been, they've been in hell for an entire eternity. You're telling me that they haven't played to another fucking tune? There was no demon band rehearsal or anything. The demon was like, hey, boys, come on out here and play real quick. And they just fucking come out and started playing. <laughs> no practice at all. You know they have cocaine in hell. You know what it's like to be hung over on cocaine. Have to wake up and play your demon I guitar. I do feel like they did okay with the, you know, kind of doing their own thing here. But I feel like they should have come a little harder. Like you were saying, it's the demon hell band. Like, I would have Stevie Ray Vaughan. Like, fucking come in, guns blazing. Like, fucking go nuts. Go Ted Nugent. Fucking play some shit. Because you're the you're the demon band from hell. <laughs> At this point, they have already changed the song to be about guitars, and right. they've made the theme heavy. They've done all this shit to it, and then the demon band comes in, and it's the same bullshit. Like yeah. I'm expecting like a fucking Gingwei Malmsteen like backup band to start coming in, or Iron Maiden to show up with something a little fucking heavier. It's a great setup to a shitty punchline. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to figure out, though, why neither of these bands put any backwards masking in there over these fucking guitar solos, or under these guitar solos. Something to make it sound devilish. Something to make it sound like a demon band. Didn't I hear that? Yeah, Chad Kroger's doing a little something-something there with his, but it's like just what he's talking. Yeah, the growly shit. Like, it's like a, a feature he's using. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, it's it's a demon band. Neither one of these bands have hit the mark with the demon band. We'll, we'll go ahead and say that. But neither of them have used any type of effect for the demon band to make it even remotely sound like a band full of demons. Brandon, I think that your idea earlier when you were talking about, you know, compiling and making different things. I truly believe that if we work together, guys, 
we could make a composition version of the best version of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. I'm just not sure like how how long it would take. To, but there's a couple things that I really like. Like with the corn one, I like that more human than human Rob Zombie shit. Wow, wow, wow. If you could take that background and put it to this right here. Just add it as a layer behind what they're doing. Like I think that would be fucking awesome to make like the devil's orchestra from all these different versions. So I, I had this idea too when I did that mashup about taking all of these covers and making a mashup of the, the whole fucking song from start to finish to try to make like the ultimate cover from fucking like the We Are the World of The Devil Went Down to Georgia's. Yeah. <laughs> but like take the best pieces and the dude. Exactly. We could do that with any cover song. Like some of these ones, like Hey Joe, you know that fucking song? Hey, do you ever heard Hey Joe? <laughs> There's 85 covers of it. Or fucking Hey Jude. There's definitely some shows to be made with some of these ideas about multiple covers. Like, I don't understand how people can get 30 or 40 deep and just keep cranking them out. At a certain point, you have to look at it and go, let's do a different song, man. Uh, I've said it all night. We could do a four-hour episode on Yesterday by the Beatles alone. Shit blankets. I'm all for the shit blankets idea, dude. I'm fucking loving it. Uh, do we have any more of the Nickelback one we're going through? Yes. <laughs> we have the whole response from Johnny, you cocksucker. Here we go. The devil finished. Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son. Well, sit your old ass in that chair right there and let me show you how the fuck it's done. <laughs> That's like being a stand-up comic and going to a city and saying the city out loud. Because you know you, it's it's a call and response tactic for a fucking band. Right, you're gonna get a woo. Yeah, you guys feeling fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that ages Johnny in this because it's like no self-respecting person. That's not how you're gonna respond. That's like how a, a snotty little 16, 17 year old kid's gonna respond. Like, I'm gonna fucking show you how this shit's done. It's pretty good. Grab on his nut. <laughs> it's Kid Rock, basically. Back in 1998, he's like, sit your own ass down, and he fucking tugs on his nuts, and he fucking starts playing his fiddle, a.k.a. guitar in this version. I would like to point out the lack of lyrics here, but we'll proceed. Johnny, aka Dave Martin. Mart- I don't want to say it wrong because respect to this dude. I mean, he's the one that brought the ammunition for this song. Respect to Dave Martin. He might have just got a new fan in me. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a pretty solid solo. It's all technical. Like I, I like his arpeggios are fucking on point. I love the finger tapping in this. It's it's great. And even when he goes back to doing the original fucking riff from the song, he he mixes it up a little bit and he changes it to the point where you're not just you're not just you're not just tuning into it. You're actually listening to what he's playing. This is the part that draws you in. Red just from the guitar I think. Red, do you not feel like there is something like we were talking earlier how I said they took that part out and it changes the whole song, you know, versus why they didn't put it in there. It's like, cause we're not talking about fiddles. 
So the fact of the matter is, those are names of songs, like or tunes, whatever you want to call it, to play, and then they respond to that. Fire on the Mountain, Boys, like it's a thing like that. So they cut all that out of here again, like with the lyrics, like they they cut out a whole portion of this song. So, and it's weird because that last, like the first part that they cut out, I could see it because it talks about the fiddle and shit. But that other part, it, it you could have kept that in there. You're this right. is this is the audience call and response portion of the thing where he's supposed to say "fire on the mountain, run boys, run," and everybody's supposed to fucking yell back at you, and you fucking you know, like I don't know why they didn't yeah. put, that, put that in there, man. That's kind of weird. It, it throws the song off a little bit because I mentioned earlier it, it gives a whole different feel to the song. It's not about fiddles. This is a legendary duel between Johnny and the Devil over fiddle playing. It's it's been that way since the beginning of time with this fucking song. Yeah. When you throw in lyrics, and I know we talked about the Jerry Reed thing, and the Jerry Reed thing is it, that's a live version for one, and two, I think you know Jerry Reed has the nuts to pay a homage to a friend of his because I'm sure. Charlie Daniels and Jerry Reed are well, a pretty good damn friends. So I feel like Jerry Reed's version is more of a, a tribute, you know, putting his own little spin on it as Jerry Reed. But Chad Kruger and Nickelback are just doing it to stay relevant in the times. And it's not about fiddles, it's about guitars now. You know what I mean? I really don't think that they're mocking Jerry Reed or, or, or using Jerry Reed's version. I really think that Nickelback is just trying to make this song relevant in the 2000s with guitars instead of fiddles three weeks after corn did it three weeks after corn did it well, that doesn't necessarily mean that they wrote it right after corn released theirs that would be funny so that's that where i'm be- at no, no no that's my conspiracy theory what happened here okay did corn find out that nickelback was going to release this and they were like oh we should release that and they fucking did it just because they were like no. whatever because they, they fuck, cause fuck Nickelback? That'd be great. Right. That actually makes more sense. Okay, so hear me out. That's the theory. That Jonathan Davis got word that Nickelback was releasing this cover right after Charlie Daniels died or whatever. You know I mean? It's been a little bit, but right. you know. They were supposed to I, go on tour, so they didn't get to. So maybe he got wind of it through the grapevine. Like this was part of the right. deal. And he, and he rushed to get his own version out before them. So that they could be on top of like, oh, guys, no, we got the first cover and shit. And that's why their version sounds so rushed and unprofessional. Like, even the mix in the Corn song is it just sounds so much different between this Nickelback one. But yeah. this sounds like it's been polished to a fucking T. Would it be the ultimate troll job? I didn't know they had beef like that. But there's got to be a story to this, man. It's too close together. There has to be. Yeah. I don't think it's really... A beef. I just think that it's, it's more like Corn's uh, just trying to beat him to the punch to be dicks. You know what I mean? Like, because everybody trolls Corn. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, everybody trolls Nickelback. Everybody, celebrity, and other bands aren't excluded from that. Dude, Jonathan Davis is like fifty years old. Like, why is he picking on Chad Kroger? I'm pretty sure he can kick his ass. Like, if he really wanted to, they could be like, "Hey, you want to just fight at the next award ceremony when they make fun of us?" You bastard. <laughs> yeah, but, that, that, but that's like asking why does everybody make fun of Chad Kroger? It's just the thing to do. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, Corn's not excluded from trolling Nickelback like the rest of the fucking country. They just they got a better st- platform for it, I guess. So bravo yeah. if that's what they did. See, I thought maybe Corn was like, oh, I'm going to drop it. And then Nickelback was like, we can do better. <laughs> and this is their we can do better, which arguably it's not. 
bad, but it's not because of them. It's because of Dave Martin. Then <laughs> I really, I really think that Nickelback had this song put together before Corn did. Yeah. They've been working on this shit for a long time. Right, and then Corn just swoops in like a motherfucker. And Corn and Corn got wind of it and be like, ah, watch this, ah, we got ourselves first, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they just troll Nickelback like everybody else does. Fucking great. Well, look, here's the last little bit of it, just for for sake of argument, so we can hear the last little guitar guy fucking rip his shit. Do you mind? Let's go for it. And he laid that gold guitar down on the ground at Johnny's feet. And Johnny said, Devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best that's ever been. heard that i've listened to the nickelback version a few times and it's just you know they finished it off strong i guess i appreciate that guy it's not my favorite well look i since we're finished up with these you know you presented me with two shitty versions of you know it it could i'll accept the fact that people call it a great song i don't think it is but i'll accept what people call it yeah i have a worse version for you and this version right here really discredits all versions of the song including the original when something like this comes out that's like i i feel like it's supposed to be a sign that you've made it in the music industry but in the same breath i feel like this should be the end of your career is this a polka version (laughs) oh no prepare yourself i don't know if you are aware that this is a thing but here we go i'll take your bet you're gonna regret because i'm the best that's ever been There is a Chipmunks version of this. Brandon, I'm so aware of this. When I was a little kid, I had both of these albums. And I know two two Alvin and the Chipmunk cover versions of country slash rock songs uh, by heart. I'm very familiar with this. It's a harmonica contest. And Alvin doesn't know how to play the harmonica at all. (laughs) Yes, spoilers. This is this is fun. I, you just touched my childhood, and not in the bad way, Brandon. Bravo. Oh, man, look, look, I I can't stand the Chipmunks. I can't I can't tolerate anything that they've done. I nostalgia aside or whatever, I've always found them fucking irritating and annoying. Oh, I don't get the gimmick to it, dude. Have you tried now? Like just as like some of these other skits and stuff that they do with some of these old fucking like country singers and stuff. It's not bad. For me, but I have weird tastes, so no offense. But yeah, when they're like interacting with the people, so fucking funny. No, I can't say I've given it a fair Look, shake. His day and age, there's there's a version of an old song. It's a country song called uh, "Somebody Done Somebody Wrong" song. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's, it's a simple simple track. Hey, won't you play another "Somebody Done Somebody Wrong" song? It's on one of these albums that that 
song you just played yeah. came off of one of these and uh it's them interacting with the guy and he's like the studio director guy like trying to get him to record he's like they open right. up with hey guys thank you for taking the time and i appreciate it you're like yeah man we're happy to do it you know this that and they start and they can't fucking get the sentence right like they fuck it up 10 times to the point where at the end where he like literally is getting frustrated obviously it's put on but it's like it's produced well because he's just like <sighs> it's lonely out tonight and the feeling just got right for a brand new you play another somebody done somebody wrong song oh okay all right you got it we got it all right let's take it from the chorus one two three four hey won't you say Somebody done somebody wrong song. Mary, have you ever thought of changing the title? Well, no. Uh, not until tonight. Okay, hey, won't you play? Hey, another. Won't you play? Somebody done somebody. That gag over and over, man. It's, it's fucking great. I'm getting real high and listen to fucking old Chipmunk <laughs> albums. We've, we've done some productive stuff tonight. We managed to get through two terrible covers of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And I think we've learned some stuff. We've learned that it's a hard song to cop to, to reproduce and people probably shouldn't, my opinion. But I also learned that Brandon and, and Red, you guys have skills. You can appreciate enough that I think we should really look into this. We should start making compiles of like some of the most covered songs and see if we can actually dissect and Frankenstein a song 
you know, out of like the best versions of it and be like, I like the way he did this. I like this version of this better. I think that would be fucking cool as shit. I'm I'm already on it, man. Like, I, I'll accept the challenge with this Charlie Daniels one here. I think Frankensong. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Put that up on SoundCloud and shit. Well, it's too bad I can't use shit quilt because that's actually pretty good. It's like a bunch of little blankets together. Make a shit quilt. But I don't think you can use shit. Well, you have shitty in your thing. How many fucking emails or warnings have you gotten? If you actually notice in our in the title of our show, the I in shitty is an exclamation point, so we censored ourselves. Maybe that's the move. That's it. Shit quilt. Yeah. Ooh, and there's an I in the last part of quilt, too, so it'll be like almost how like in, in Mexican or Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, I'm all for it. I love the idea. I like the idea. I'm all for it. What's really great is I'm fucking been sitting on episodes so long, guys. Like this might not even come out till fucking Halloween, so that'd be fun. I might even sit on it until then, just to have like a little jam. We'll forget about it. Maybe before. I don't know, dude. Like I've gotten to the point where motherfuckers will be hit me up, and I'm like, well, yeah, I want to talk to that person, and then I talk to them, and then. You know, now I'm doing another show with my wife, and I'm trying to get that produced every week. And the next episode actually has Red on it. It's from a while ago. It's with Red and Turch from fucking We Only Do One Take or whatever. Oh, yeah. Damn, dude. That was like two months ago. Yeah, I know. That's why it's fun. I, people get, give me shit about it, but the best thing is, is like you literally forget about the conversation. So it's yeah. great because when you, I, you're going to listen back to it because you'd be like, I had this and I don't remember anything about it. And then you listen back and you go, Damn, dude, that was actually a lot of fun. Like, dude, there's some good stuff coming. Yeah, Yeah. okay. I was cutting cutting the intro and shit because that was one of those ones where we didn't really do an intro. It was Cinco de Mayo, and I got stood up, so those two assholes showed up and helped me out. Yeah. So, But yeah, guys, um, I mean, technically this was a show, so would you like to give plugs or give locations? Fish? Red? Anybody? You want to throw out your your socials? Check Check us out on uh, Shitty Song of the Week. Follow us on Twitter over at Shitty Song Pod. Just just Google Shitty Song of the Week and you'll find us. You can hear us anywhere that you listen to your podcast. If you're listening to a podcast now on a podcatcher, you can find Shitty Song of the Week. It's that fucking simple. Oh, yeah. Go to our Patreon also. Patreon.com slash SSOTW and become a glutton for punishment. Give them money. That's 100%. right. We're getting to the point now where this shit ain't free. Yeah. It costs money to do this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're branching out too. How are things going with the solo cast, bro? Oh, man. It's a lot, huh? South. Just a no, it's went south. Fuck it. I, I give up on it. Oh, don't be like that, buddy. Just do it when you get around to it. That's the point. You got three, e- three episodes has been listened to three times. Really? You got to get it out there, man. Yeah. You got to share it. I did. I tried. Nobody wants to fucking hear it. I listened to it three times. I guess that's fine. So. Yeah, you <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're the only one that's listened to high level. So yeah, yeah I tells you anything. I listened to my episode a couple more more times. Just we'll do that. <laughs> well, I figured that you know, with all we've got going on with Shitty Song of the Week, it's beginning to come up to the end of the year. We've got a lot going on with Shitty Song of the Year, trying to get that all together. So I just figured that I would put uh, my energy combined with Brandon's into this and. 
see where it goes from there. You know what I mean? Like it was just nobody was listening. It was a lot, it was a lot of extra time for me. It was just a whole thing. So I said, "Fuck it." I had fun. We talked about cocaine. That was a good. Episode. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was. Slap that on. Something. Yeah, I mean, I had I had fun doing it, but it was just you know a lot of work for a little payoff. Yeah, like I was expecting, you know, the first the first episode with Delvin, I expected it to get at least twenty. Yeah, you're, you know what I mean. Like the first just seven. You're like fucking Lisa Milano with like I can't believe that Joe Rogan's got three times the yeah. audience. He's idea. like, but seven, <laughs> but seven goddamn people. I put it in a retweet group. Yeah, they don't listen to it, man. That's what sucks, and that's a yeah. prime example of how the, how well that works as far as the sharing stuff is. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone's looking out for number one in that shit. Well, it's not even that. It's it's not their fault. It's, you know, we're all podcasters, so we're sharing podcaster stuff to podcasters. And I listen to shows, and I'll tell you if I listen to your show. If I have time, I listen to Shitty Song of the Week. I might not catch every single fucking episode, but that's because by the time we get to the end of the year, if I show up, I want to be a little surprised. I was just thinking, you know, like... I put a lot of effort into getting the intro done with with Six Wheels, and I appreciate you hooking me up with him, you know what I mean? And I worked really hard on the intro, getting it good, and, you know, and then I put a lot of effort into finding guests and coming up with these fucking questions and these would-you-rathers and the conversations and all this kind of shit. And, And I was just, you know, I'm not expecting, you know, like, triple digits or anything but you know at least let me see somebody's listening to the shit to kind of make me want to do it some more you know and it was fun for me like i'd love to keep doing it like i've got you know like i'm supposed i was supposed to do a show with jason almay but that didn't happen you know because he was moving and i'm moving brandon was moving it was just a whole schedule thing i just i don't know dude i just i've got to put all my effort into shitty song of the week and make it you know a great thing and build up the patreon and all that so I just decided to. Well, look at this point, like, dude. It's a it's a side thing. You have the option, so maybe as it gets to be winter time and shit, you start to lock in a little bit more. Maybe you have some free time. I say talk to people you have on your show if you have you know guests and stuff. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that show because I had somebody email me. You remember? I don't, you probably do. You remember the uh, West Virginia Oddities podcast that I had back in the day when I first started? Maybe when I done like scary stories originated from West Virginia or, you know, like lure kind of whatever. I think so. That show, that show still gets listens. Yeah, well, what about that other one? Right. The brain cheese or whatever? Isn't that a thing y'all were doing? We had to take that shit down for copyright issues. The actual author of the books that we were reading from reached out to us. I, 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 brought, I brought it up to him. I was like, hey, you know, we're not trying to make money off of this shit, but I want to let you know we're doing this. You know, it's just a, as a tribute to weird works and shit. And he said that he appreciated that, but he was worried about copyright bullshit and everything. So we took it down. Ah. And uh, it it actually got a mention in his latest book. There's a tag in there for that podcast, but it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, you got a C and D ah. semi. Why was I not aware? Was I not aware of that? It's a peaceful C and D. I told you about that shit. That shit happened a while ago. You should have that fucking guy on the podcast. I'm sure he has a shitty song submission. Like, hey, guy that wrote the book. Well, the whole idea behind the original email, Brandon sending him, telling him that we were doing his, we were reading his book, was for him to come on and do a read for us, like read a a, a story in the book. 
he come back with appreciated guys, but I think that might need to be taken down because of copyright and legal issues with liars and all this kind of shit. They used to ban people over simple language. I'm sure that book has driven a couple Karen moms crazy. You imagine being just like a suburban house mom, and you find that book on a shelf, and you're like, I wonder what Angela's reading or whatever, and she fucking picks it up and just thumbnails out a piece of that fucking book and just starts to go into one is like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I actually got an email for the West Virginia Oddities podcast that I used to, because I don't do it anymore. I've got like 10 or 15 episodes of it out. But I don't do it anymore. And I got an email the other day from somebody that said they found it and they um, are sad that it doesn't, like, I'm not putting out any more stories because they were listening to it and they wanted to listen to more stories. But I only have 10 or 15 of them. I was like, like, really? Like, did you, like that's a genuine statement. I emailed the person back. Like, that's a genuine statement. Like, you really want to hear more of them? So, I mean, I might, I might actually start reading to that again, maybe. There you go. You got it, buddy. Well, hey, it's been fun well, hanging, fellas, and thank you for breaking apart the devil went down to Georgia. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to go and fucking we, smoke a cigarette. Make shit quilts a thing. Yeah, shit quilts. <laughs> I like it. You keep me posted, Brandon. I'll fucking listen to some different versions because I got some in here. Fucking everybody does a little bit different, and I think that we could definitely piece it out like a fucking like a supercar. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, y'all have a good one, and hopefully none of this weather gets crazy. Y'all be safe and all that good shit, and uh, you know, keep in touch for show. Yeah, oh yeah, you as well. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was my conversation with Red and Fish. I hope you enjoyed that. I know it might have been a pain in the ass, but like I said, I had a lot of fun. The Devil Went Down to Georgia has been covered a lot of times, and I enjoy the song. It's it's one of my favorite country songs. So, forgive me for having uh, feelings or opinions about uh, what other people should and shouldn't do. I think... Guys, cover songs if you want to. Do it at your concerts. Make it a spectacle. If you're going to put a cover song on your album, maybe pick a song uh, that hasn't already been covered a bunch, but also that wasn't like a huge hit. Do a B-side, man. Make it better. Right? So, you guys be sure to tune in to the Shitty Song of the Year contest going on right now. They've already had round one with Pat Oates. Pat's audio uh, was pretty rough too so it seems to be a pattern i guess if you're promoting shitty song podcasts then you can expect some shitty audio it's only fair so uh, i was the second round judge i think carl from who are these podcasts is the third round judge but uh we're one round in now second round's coming up this week to be released and we will find out who was the shittiest song of the year submission so good luck guys thank you so yeah that's that Guys, thank you for listening. As always, I appreciate it. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, tell your mom, tell your friend's mama about the show. Uh, check out all of the wonderful sponsors that help support the show and give me money when you guys buy their products. Uh, my promo code is the same on all platforms, and that's Poboys. P-O-B-O-Y-S. Like the sandwich. You could use it at www.biobidet.com. It's Christmas time, and they have completely restocked their warehouse. You can get any and all sorts of fine products to clean your booty hole like a king. And if you use my promo code, they will give you 10% off. 
CushyDreams.com, another sponsor, K-U-S-H-Y Dreams. It's a hemp flower bud product that uh, I love, to be honest with you, uh, when I'm trying to mellow out, maybe got a little body ache, stuff like that. You can go to the CBD flower, and uh, it works wonders, man. Great stuff. Use the promo code POBOYS, 15% off at their website. So, also... In the CBD vein, we like to promote CBD and small business. Give a shout out to Will from Will's Cinnamon Shop. You can go to willscs.com. Use promo code POBOYS. You will receive 10% off all of his CBD products. Um, He prefers to go more the holistic baked goods, tinctures, stuff like that. It's awesome. He's awesome. And uh, we love trying to to spread it around, you know. So thanks again, y'all. And uh, have a great weekend. Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. And uh, I appreciate all you motherfuckers. Try not to piss your families off too bad. And uh, hopefully we will uh, we'll be able to ring in a new year. I should be able to get one more out before the end of the year. So we'll see how that goes. But thank you. And uh, here we go. Last one. This is my favorite so far. This is the champ. Catch a charge, extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like, like a credit card. card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Put right. in my mouth, look in my eyes. Oh. Pussy is wet, come take a thigh. Sign me up like I'm surprised. That's us role play, I wear disguise. I want you to park that big Mack truck right in this little garage. Now from the top, make it drop, that's some wet ass pussy Now get a bucket in the mop, that's some wet ass pussy I'm talking wop, 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 that's some wet ass pussy Macaroni in a pot, that's some wet ass pussy Drip down inside of me, quick jump out for you, let it get inside of me I tell him where to put it, never tell him where I'm about to be I'll run down on him before I have a nigga running me Talk your shit, bite your lip, ask for a call while you ride that dick You really ain't never got him fucking for a thing He already made his mind up, boy, hey Your coat, but this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you wanna see some wet ass pussy. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke, I need a handy drink, I need a weed smoke, not a garden snake, I need a king cobra with a hook in it, hopefully lean over. My head is fire, but I need a sunny. It's going and dry, it's coming outside you. I wanna gag, I wanna choke. I want you to touch that loop, anything that's swinging the back of my throat. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet ass pussy. Now get a bucket in the mop. That's some wet ass pussy. I'm talking rock, rock, rock. That's some wet ass pussy.
I'm a freak bitch, handcuffs, leashes, switch my wig, make him feel like he cheat tan, put him on his knees, give him something to believe in, never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat, huh, in the food chain, I'm the one that eats you, if he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder, big D stand for big demeanor, I can make you bust before I ever meet you, if it don't hang, then it can't bang, can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain, if you fuck me and ask who's is it, when I ride the den, I'ma spell my name, now from the top, nigga, drop it, 